what is the first thing that you do every morning when you wake up? Do you do like open the window and then look at the sky? Or you watch your cell phone and check the weather? <laughs> what if the sky were blocked from view? We would feel very sad. But you know what? We sometimes block ourselves from the view by spending most of our time indoors or being outdoors with the faces in our phones. And it's true that those who live in urban areas and those who ident identify themselves as fast-paced, productive, efficient, rational, sensitive, and technology-savvy people are unlikely to look up at the skies, but rather look down and admire the innovation of mankind. And humans also block the sky with pollution. Yeah, this is the photo from China. So here in America, we see this kind of a sky only when we have cloudy weather. But unfortunately, in some countries like China and Korea, this smoggy sky becomes normal to them. People in China and in Korea are starved of sun and the blue sky. In Psalm 19, David warns us about the things that we may be missing while we are busy with our lives, while we are spending most of our time indoors or being outside with our faces in our phones. In Psalm 19, David talks about three things. First, God's creation particularly here, the skies. And second, about God's law, the scripture. And third, about David himself as a human being. In the first part, David says, God is revealed in nature. God speaks about skies. Let me read uh, verse one through four for you. The heavens are telling the glory of God, and the firmament proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours speech, and the night to night declares knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words. Their voice is not heard, yet their voice goes out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. David says the heavens are declaring something, although there are no words and their voice is not heard. A few days ago, we had very heavy rain. See this photo? Uh, yeah, this is, I took it a few days ago on the sky. Look at the sky. The sky told us that we were going to have rain soon, isn't it? But on the Friday, after the heavy rain, the sky cleared up and the sun came out and then the sky was a clear blue. Very beautiful. And then the sky told us that there will be no more rain for a while, so enjoy the sunny day. 
Here in Hillsdale, we do not see the many stars in the sky, but I remember when I went to, uh, when, I, when I visited my grandmother's house in Korea countryside when I was little. I saw so many stars in the sky, and then I just goes like, went like, wow, wow, this is awesome. Because it was just amazing. When we see a nice car on the street, we go, wow. Actually, um, the, when we had outdoor service, Christine told me that, Pastor, look at this car. Isn't it gorgeous? <laughs> and then we wonder what manufacturer designed the car. In the same way, when we look at the art that's hanging in the sky, we are forced to say, wow. Wow. And we wonder the designer of behind the art. And David says in verse 2, day to day pours forth speech, and night to night it declares knowledge. We usually say the time flies by so fast and that most days do not stand out. But you know what? Although we do not feel that every day is a special, day after day, night after night, God is at work, making the amazing seem ordinary. Even though we do not think about it, our lovely earth keeps rotating and roaring around the sun as God intended so that we can have day and the night and the season after season. And when we observe how the universe works together, we just go, wow, and are amazed by God's knowledge and work. In God's knowledge, God created the earth tilted 23 and 130 degrees on its axis, giving us four beautiful seasons year after year. Furthermore, God created the atmosphere that we breathe, which is a perfect balance of oxygen to nitrogen, 79% to 20% with 1% of variant gases. It is just amazing. It is hard to believe that something like this could happen accidentally. In the perfect knowledge of God, the universe was created and is performing as it was designed. In Romans 1, verse 20, Apostle Paul said, From the time the world was created, people have seen the earth and the sky and all that God created. They can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power, and the divine nature. So they have no excuse whatsoever for not knowing God. So if someone asks you to prove God's existence, you can ask them to look up, look up the sky. It tells you God exists. And the next verse, verse seven, David turns to looking down at the scripture. After looking upward at the skies, 
He says that God is revealed in the scripture. He looks upward and he realizes that the universe speaks, but it doesn't tell the whole story about God. There are certain things that the universe cannot tell us about God. For example, God's love, God's grace, God's forgiving, God's judgment. But in the scripture, God speaks to us about life, about death, about the afterlife, and about resurrection, and also about relationships. In verse 7, he says, The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. In the King James Version, reviving is translated as converting. The word convert means to turn back to something. So the scripture revives our soul means that the scripture returns us back to God. In turning us back to God, we will be refreshed. And he continues to says, say, uh, the decrees of the Lord are sure, making wise the simple. When you hear the word simple, you might think of a naive person. But the word also means open-minded and open to instruction. So it means that the scripture makes us to have open minds to hear and to follow God's words. And in verse 8, David says, The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is clear, enlightening the eyes. Well, sometimes we feel the Bible is not delightful because the book itself is sometimes difficult to understand. But what David is trying to say here is that if we do not turn away from the scripture, but conform ourselves to it, it will shape us, mold us, and change us. And after all, there will be a delightful result. And then David says the scripture can also clarify our vision. A New Living Translation Bible translates enlightening the eyes into giving insight to life. It means that the Bible is like the sun coming up on a dark alleyway so that we can see to navigate. It throws light on life and it gives insight to the life. And in verse 9 through 11, David says, the fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinance of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the dripping of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned. In keeping them, there is great reward. What does it mean? What David is trying to describe here is that 
the more we expose ourselves, ourselves to God's truth, the more we should give awe and respect to God. That is, we call fear of the Lord. Because God is true. And also, the more we expose ourselves to God's truth, the closer relationship we will have with Christ and with our God. Finally, the truth of God will warn us and guide us where to go. John Bunyan, an English pretend preacher who wrote The Pilgrim's Progress, used to say that the Bible will keep you from sin or sin will keep you from this book. Just as the sun's warms the benefits all life, the scripture is life-giving and enhancing. So keeping the scripture closer to you will benefit our whole life because God speaks to us in the scripture and God bestows us life and wisdom and joy through the scripture. And in the last part, now David turns in words to his own soul. And he finds that even there, our God speaks. David says, but who can detect their errors? Clear me from hidden faults. Keep back your servants also from the insolent. Do not let them have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocence of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Here, David speaks about sin, error, and faults. When he looked up at the sky, he found awe. And when he looked at the scripture, he found the grandness of God. But when he saw himself, he found the opposite. The revelation of the glory of God means I see myself as I really am. David realized he cannot be righteous without God's help, without God's grace. And David found how small and how inglorious he was while observing God's creation and meditating on the scripture. That is who we are as David describes himself in Psalm. Nevertheless, our God is mindful of us. He cares for us, and he loves us. And God constantly speaks to us through sky and through God's nature and about who God is. Although we may often feel that we are alone in this world, although we may feel helpless through times of pandemic or storm, our God is always showing us that God is there for us. He's reaching out to us like the sun radiate. 
So let's not make it harder for ourselves. Let's try to look up, up to the skies, and up from our phones, and up at God's wondrous creation. God is speaking to us through his creation, and God is calling us to come back, come back to me. And God is calling us to feel his glory and his amazing grace. Church, worship is one of the ways that we feel and experience God's grace. Let us look around. How wonderful it is to be able to praise his glorious name with one another and to listen the word of God and have a fellowship with one another. We miss our friends and church family whom we haven't seen for a while. We want to hear from you and see your beautiful face. And those of you who are joining online, if we feel we have missed your church, then come. Come and join us. We've been working hard to keep our sanctuary safe for everybody. Come and feel God's presence and God's grace and have a fellowship with one another and with God. Let us pray. Our Creator, Redeemer, and Sustainer, how great you are. Compared to your majesty, we confess that we are so little. We are nothing. Nevertheless, you have been so mindful of us and cared for us since the beginning. Lord, forgive our nature to sin. We need your grace day by day to renew our soul. Help us to meditate on your word every day so we won't be lost but turn back to you and stay in the right relationship with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.